You know who you need to be inside. You know what you need to shine out. So how is your challenge steering you to become that? You are listening to the Synergy Women podcast, brought to you by women's resilience coach, Nikki Hamilton. Nikki offers expertise in women's health and has an inspiring passion for helping women navigate through grief and life's challenges to help transform and build resilience with grace, courage, and authenticity. Each episode, she will explore an aspect of women's health, offering you insights on ways to build your body, your mind, and your heart health to help you rise up with resilience. In this episode, we will explore mind health for women. As a mindfulness meditation teacher, and a Martini facilitator, Nikki loves helping women with their mind health. Welcome everyone to the Synergy Women podcast. My name's Nikki Hamilton and I'm really looking forward to having a conversation with you all today on how to navigate life's challenges with the three key questions that you need to ask yourself when you're navigating a challenge. Now, have you ever had moments or days or weeks or sometimes feeling like months on end where you've just got one challenge after another after another piling on top of you with endless problems and you can't kind of see your way out it might be an issue with the kids at school or it might be financial problems or a breakdown in your relationship or issues at work and it kind of feels like it's a never-ending battle and you're wondering how is it that I'm going to find my way through this and why don't problems just ease up for a bit just give me a break for a bit Now, I myself have had one of those uh, weeks uh, recently where I thought a problem-solving conversation was going well and it ended up in a significant miscommunication and a breakdown in a business relationship, which just broke my heart. Uh, At the same time, my credit card got hacked, which is always a pain. Like, why does this happen? And then just when all of that was happening, I went to put my key in the ignition of my car and it wouldn't start, which meant I was late for work. Yes, I'll admit that was my problem because I never serviced my car. I will admit that. (laughs) But I was sitting there in my car without it starting, just thinking, why is everything happening all at once? Why am I having endless problems right now? I mean, surely as a women's resilience coach, everything should just be smooth, right? Everything should just be fine and dandy. I should be able to navigate everything. Uh, without even a hiccup. Uh, Well, guess what, ladies? Life continues to throw you challenges despite your best efforts to avoid them, despite your best efforts to problem solve and plan. Life will continue to throw challenges your way and part of it is trying to figure out how am I going to navigate this? Now, with that, I'll just bring you to a, a quote that I have been uh, shared by, with by Dr. Martini uh, many years ago and that quote reads, maximum growth occurs at the border of support and challenge maximum growth occurs at the border of support and challenge and so when you think about that that's actually quite true because if you live a life that's completely supported completely unchallenged everything is smooth you naturally fall into an unconscious kind of resting state of apathy right there's no growth there you might slip into a feeling state of entitlement You probably lack insight, empathy toward others, motivation and drive if you're completely supported and unchallenged in every area of your life. On the other hand, if you perceive only challenges and no support, you'll tend to shrink into self-pity, right? Resentment, anger. You'll tend to perhaps adopt a battle-ready approach toward problems because they seem endless if you perceive only challenges and you become more judgmental and more reactive. So if you only have support, 
you slip into apathy. There's no growth there. If you perceive only challenges, you shrink into a reactive state of perhaps resentment, self-pity or anger. And neither of those two states actually encourage any kind of growth. And in actual fact, the maximum growth that you have in your life as a person is at the border of support and challenge, right at the border. So in truth, support and challenge actually coexist in your life at all times. And what you perceive in actual fact will depend on your mindset, will depend on your values and also depend on your outlook. Which basically brings me to my first question that you need to ask yourself when you're navigating life challenges and you feel like, oh, there's just nothing but challenge in front of me. There's absolutely no support. I'm shrinking into resentment, reactivity, anger, self-pity, blame, all of those kind of emotions that will happen when you sink and shrink. So if that's you right now, if you've got like a cascade of things going wrong and we all have it, that the first question to ask yourself is to challenge your initial perception that you've got no support by asking yourself, where do I have support? Where do I have support? Because sometimes we see only challenges. It's like I'm challenged in every single facet of my life. Now, I will share that support sometimes doesn't come in the form that you expect. For example, you might have a situation where you feel like your friends have let you down and you've had a challenge in your friendship circles. And if you ask yourself, where have I got support? You might note that in actual fact, your work colleagues or your family have got your back. And so even though your social networks where you want support is letting you down, you do have support. It's just in another form. Another example would be, look, my partner's letting me down. We're constantly arguing and things are falling apart there. Where is my support? Oh, actually, I've got a lot of support in my work environment or my social networks. So, so asking the question, where do I have support? It might not be the form that you want or you expect, but it's not that the support's not there. It might just be in a different form. And I found myself asking this question. So like I shared, I had a, a pretty rough week and, and I always start my, my week on a Monday morning with a run. So I, I put my shoes on, get up, put my shoes on and, and have a run. It, it helps me clear my head and kind of starts my week off on a good foot, um, making me feel energized, I guess. And on my run, I was kind of reviewing the past few days or the past week and kind of going, okay, I've got to try and sort out the credit card. I've got to, you know, go through every single direct debit and replace the card and have I got that list? And that's just such a pain. And am I going to remember all my passwords? And that, and that never goes well. And then, you know, reviewing this breakdown of a business relationship, this has broken my heart. And how could I have navigated this better? I thought I communicated well and maybe I didn't. And this is, you know, obviously something that then created a cascade of feeling like I'm constantly challenged. And then the car breaking down as well is just a, a whole other whole other story. Uh, but then I started to ask myself, okay, on my run, okay, hang on, what's the question? Where is my support? Where is my support? Okay, my relationship is very supportive. My team that I work with at Synergy Physio, all of the women that I work with, a really supportive team. Great, yes, I do have support. I do have support. So it starts to steer my perception to the border of support and challenge. And right when I'm asking myself, where do I have support? I'm running up the final hill to get home. Now, I've been running now for probably half an hour and I'm probably not the best runner. I probably look pretty sweaty, hot, and my breathing is uh, quite uh, labored, <laughs> you could say. And as I was about to head up this hill, 
this final hill to get home, there was a woman that came out of her house, a woman I've never met, came out of her house to come onto the road to get into her car. And we just happened to pass uh, by each other. And normally when I have a run and I pass by someone, they might look at you and acknowledge you, or um, they might not, they might just look to one side. You know, you don't really have a conversation. Uh, but as I'm running past this woman, she comes out with her car keys onto the road and she looks at me. And then she looks straight at me and lifts her hand high and says, good job, keep going, you can do it. And then she says, sometimes you just need to hear that. And I mean, I had to laugh. I had to laugh because right when I was asking, where have I got support? Suddenly this stranger comes out onto the road and acts like a little cheerleader to get me up my final hill. Now I probably looked like I needed a bit of support. I was probably, like I said, this sweaty, panting mess, not very fit. But sometimes support will come at you out of the strangest places. And I had to laugh because I got to the top of the hill and lifted both of my arms like I was some sort of Olympic distance finalist winning my gold medal. And I, I had to smile at myself. Like sometimes support comes out of nowhere. It could just be a stranger on the street that says, good job, keep going. Sometimes you just need to hear that. So asking yourself the question, where have I got support? So if you feel like challenges are stacking up, looking around and changing your perception as best you can, steering yourself toward the border of support and challenge where you've got maximum growth, will mean that you can come out of that shrinking state, that state where you feel resentful or angry or um, blame or guilt. You can navigate your way out of that and go, hang on a minute, I do have some support. It's not in the form that I want. It's not in the form that I expect, but it's there. And suddenly you can start to see a little bit of clarity to be able to navigate your emotional regulation. So the first question to ask, where do I have support? Don't go away. We've got more Synergy Women coming up, but first let's take a quick break. Would you like to learn more about Synergy Women? Find us on social media or head on over to our webpage, synergywomen.com.au. The next question to ask is how is this challenge steering me toward what I value most? Now, for those of you who have not listened to any of my podcasts before, I do have a podcast, How to Live a Fulfilling Life, where I explain the seven key value areas in life that are explained and outlined by Dr. Martini. I'll touch on them here. Um, and we all have a hierarchy of values. So the, the seven key value areas of life are spirituality, health and vitality, your family, your social connection, social influence, perhaps, your learning and teaching, so your mental faculties, your finances, your career or business. Now, now these seven areas, we all have a hierarchy where one or two of these areas will be more important to you. Now, of course, your values change throughout your life gradually over time. They're not set in stone. They're not concrete. Uh, but at the same time, we all have a slightly different hierarchy. And so you'll have your own. And for me, my highest values are obviously health. My other highest values are learning and teaching. It's one thing that I, I love to do. I love to teach, I love to learn. And if I'm living congruently with learning, teaching and health, then my life feels fulfilled. And so it can sometimes be that although you feel like you've got endless challenges, if you ask the question, how is this steering me toward my challenges, toward my values, sorry, toward my values, you can start to accept challenges as 
like a signpost. This is where I need to go. This is what I need to do. This is who I need to be. Now, of course, there are other um, value areas that I also explore, and these value areas are more value traits, and they are outlined very nicely by Brené Brown. So Demartini explores areas of life by which we have a hierarchy of values, and those, like I said, those seven key areas, spirituality, health, family, social causes, connections or influence, learning and teaching, finances, career and business. So of those seven areas, you'll have one or two that are most uh, valuable to you in your own hierarchy and everyone's different and there's no right or wrong, by the way. But Renee Brown also talks about values as value traits. And we all have a few value traits that are perhaps closer to our hearts. And so some of her value traits that she uh, writes down, and there's a, probably an endless list, will be things like understanding, vulnerability, safety, recognition, fulfillment, kindness, collaboration, belonging, integrity, growth, gratitude, optimism. So, so you can look up um, Brene Brown's list of values, um, but if you read that list, you'll, you'll find that there's two or three for you. I mean, they all sound like nice words, I'll admit it. They all sound nice, but there'll be two or three of those that when you read them, you go, do you know what? That's actually really important to me. I feel like if I can live congruently with that, then I'll, I, I'm steering my ship in the right direction. And for me, two of my highest value area traits are integrity, which Brene Brown will explain, uh, explain as choosing courage over comfort. So integrity to me means having open and honest conversations, even though things might be uncomfortable, choosing courage, having a, a, a heart that's open, so integrity and open communication is also another one of my highest values. So, so if I ask myself, look, how is my current challenge, the breakdown of a business relationship that I had thought was nurtured in the right way, how is my challenge steering me toward what I value most? You know what? I recognize that in that situation for me, that uh, communication wasn't forthcoming in the way that I need to live my life and perhaps integrity wasn't either and so in actual fact it's steering me to find new relationships that are actually more in line with what I value and so maybe that's not a bad thing maybe it's opening a new door and even though we might stare at closed doors for a very long time and that's very natural and that's a grieving process as soon as we realize how is this steering me toward what I value most? Suddenly we see, okay, maybe this is an opening of a door rather than a closing of a door. So the two questions to ask so far, where do I have support? Starting to list it as best you can. And sometimes listing it in the areas of life helps. Like, do I have support spiritually? Do I have support from my uh, health team? Do I have support from my family or my social networks or my work? Uh, so learning to look for where you have support is the first question to start steering you away from perceiving only challenges to perceiving okay I'm right on the border yes I've got challenges but I've also got support second question how is this steering me toward what I value most and being an area of life that you value most in your hierarchy like the Demartini method shares or a trait so if you look up the Brené Brown traits, like what traits am I really valuing? What do I need to live congruently with? And how is this steering me to live congruently with that? And suddenly it's like, okay, 
there's a few doors opening here and I don't just see challenges, I can take a breath, I don't have to live in a state of reactivity or resentment or anger or guilt or sadness, I can take a breath and start to see some doors opening. So you start to see some clarity. So they're the first two questions to ask. The third question, how is this helping me become the person I need to be? And so the way I like to describe this to women is that we all have a jewel inside us, a unique jewel, something that needs to shine out to the world in a way that's unique to you. And I think we can all agree that sometimes that jewel gets buried in the rubble, right? Like perhaps there's a bit of rubble of resentment over the top. Perhaps there's a, uh, a big pile of uh, guilt and shame that creates a big pile of rubble on top. Perhaps it's anger. And, and asking the questions, how is this helping me become the person I need to become, means that you can start to clear off that rubble, right? Start to dig a little deeper. Start to figure out how to shine out in the way that you know you need to. So asking the question, how is this making me become, helping me become the person I need to be is one way of being able to help steer some of your thought processes because you know who you need to be inside. You know what you need to shine out. So how is your challenge steering you to become that? So I'd like to, uh, on that note, simply read you a little quote uh, that I read recently. And the quote, quote is by a woman by the name of Brianna West. And this quote just simply says, one day the mountain that is in front of you will be so far behind you, it will barely be visible in the distance. But the person you become in learning to get over it, that will stay with you forever. And that is the point of the mountain. So becoming the person you need to become as a result of your challenges is a really key question to ask. So I hope all of that uh, information has planted a seed of thought within you if you've got uh, lots of challenges in front of you right now. I'd like to finish off with just three key tips that I'll give for women if they're navigating too many challenges at once and they're feeling overwhelmed. The first key tip, understanding and knowing. Maximum growth occurs at the border of support and challenge. Maximum growth occurs at the border of support and challenge. And we all wish for a completely supported, unchallenged, cruisy life, right? But I'd ask anybody on this earth who has that, and there's absolutely nobody, it doesn't exist. We've all got challenges, we've all got support in different ways, in different forms, in different ways, on different days. Uh, so, so we all have these challenges and assuming that uh, we don't is probably a bit unrealistic and probably a fantasy. So we're <laughs> life has got to be this endless way of being able to navigate and understanding that maximum growth occurs at the border of support and challenge means that you can accept your challenges with grace, accept your challenges perhaps with gratitude, and ask yourself, how is this steering me? So the three key tips, understanding that maximum growth occurs at the border of support and challenge, asking yourself, next key tip, where have I got support? Like if you're feeling like, look, it's all coming in on top of me right now, Asking yourself where have I got support helps to steer your perception to understand that, look, you will have support in a different form somehow, somewhere within your life. And steering your perception means that you get closer to that, to that border of support and challenge. And that way, instead of shrinking, you start to grow. The third key tip is asking the questions. How is this steering me toward what I value? How is this becoming, helping me become the person that I need to become? 
So I hope uh, this conversation has helped plant seeds of ideas uh, within you and helped uh, you navigate some of your challenges this week. I know these questions for me helped me on my run and it helped me sort of re-navigate and recalibrate where I need to steer myself. Uh, and that's a, a, a constant journey and a journey that happens for everybody. And I'm really uh, happy to share little pieces that help you along your journey. Thanks so much for joining me. If you like what you've heard, it'd be great if you could rate and review this podcast from wherever you are listening. And don't forget to click subscribe so you'll be notified when we release our next episode.